Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's daily podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Rudy. The time is about... 3.30 3.30 p.m. Uh, today is May 12th. I read in with PC has been conducting Zoom or conference call from past 11 years every day. If you have any questions, please raise your hand and please fill the Google sheet if you want us to answer the question. It will be easier for us to answer the question if you fill the Google sheet. And if you're a newcomer, please let our team know that you're a newcomer. Pranay? Pranay? Pranay, we can't hear you. Let's go to the next person, though. Hello, can you hear me? Prithvi, um, working remotely with different states on H-1B without mentioning the work address in other LC and LC, is it allowed? Are you working remotely? Are you working Are you working remotely? Is there, You're working remotely, is it right? Uh, right now, we are not working remotely. Right now, in the current state, uh, my work location is New York. I'm in New okay. Jersey. Uh, my okay. kids are, yeah, I'm planning to move to a different state. Uh, that's if, what is mentioned in that if you, if you plan to move to a different state then what is mentioned in the lca when you physically move and remotely work you have to file an amendment i call it as a rule of the butts wherever your butt is sitting you need to have an lca and h1b from that location not just lca but the h1b also okay So from New Jersey, you're going to move to Dallas, but you're going to work remotely. You need to have a new H-1B amendment. Otherwise, you will be working illegally. Okay? Okay. Uh, What about EAD? EAD also the same rule applies? No, EAD EAD doesn't have that rule of uh, geographical location. You can change it. You don't have a problem. Okay. Okay. That's great. Next person, Thank you. Thanks, sir. Priya? Priya? Can you go to the two people at the same time? Because I'm, too many dry things are coming out. Shruti, can you go to the next person, please? Yes, yes, sir. Anthony? Hey, yeah, uh, there's Anthony. Uh, my yeah, Anthony, is my daughter is uh, joining college this year. She's an H4. She's aging out in fourth year. When should you convert it? Uh, uh, I would recommend to do it at second year, somewhere in between, though. The reason is that it's taking a long time, one year plus to approve the F1. So if you try to do in the fourth year, and if the F1 is not approved and she graduates an F1, guess what? She won't get an OPT to work. Oh, okay. And let's assume, uh, let's assume that if she, some of the people fear, oh, if my daughter moves to F1, what if the priority date becomes current? I can't include her in my green card application. That is a lie. You can still include her in your green card application if she's under 21 in by age and even if she's an F1. She's still your daughter. 
Okay. Okay, got it. Next person, please. That's the reason they Thank delay you. it. Neha? Next okay. person. I put Thank in you. my um, questions in the in the document. Um, um, yeah, I do, you know they normally are they are normally are a little bit lenient on that Neha. Okay, little bit Neha. But if there is any problem that hackers, all you need to do is that you'll have to go outside the country and get the stamping and come back. Okay. Now, while the H4 and EAD is pending, can you go to India for H4 stamping and coming back? The answer is yes, you can. But the problem is when you leave the country, they're going to deny the H4 since you file the EAD along with the, you file the EAD along with the H4, the EAD will be denied. In other words, as soon as you come back into the country, you need to file a EAD again. Any other questions, Neha? Neha, are you there? Yes, yes, yes. I'm still here. I unmute, uh, muted myself. Um, so, um, uh, but do you? So, my current employer right now, the one I have the offer letter from, they are hesitant. They are thinking the they are using Fragoman, and Fragoman is telling them lies that it is going to take them take uh, them six to eight take me six to eight months to get an approval for H one, and the five days are going to cause issues. So I'm trying to find out ways where the whole thing becomes you, very well. Why did you tell them all these things? I know, I know. That's my bad. I was trying that's to be, all, you know, uh, lawyers, doctors. All. You shouldn't lie. So the question is: the fragment is not your lawyer. Yeah. Do you understand? You don't lie with the lawyer, but he's not. They are not your lawyers. You're I speaking with their employer, so yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. there's nothing you can do right now. Next person, please. Vikram. Hello. Uh, my question is about uh, the DS-160 confirmation of my wife. That number mm -hmm. is printed incorrectly in the visa appointment confirmation letter. It turns what out number, What number is printed incorrectly? DS-160. Confirmation number of my wife. Where did you put that confirmation number? Where? So this yeah. is, like we get the, before going to the interview, we get the appointment confirmation letter, right? Which I print out from the, um, from the uh, US, I mean, the Department of Ah, ah okay, okay. I see the point. So uh, your concern is that what if that confirmation number belongs to somebody else, not your so wife? It, it actually belongs to my wife. It was six years ago. She took a, a H4 visa appointment. It, it seems to match with that confirmation number. Can you write, send an email to the visa, what, whatever that people are there, to tell them to correct it? Um, I haven't tried that, but I, I'll, I can give that a try. Yeah, tell them to correct it, though. Because I don't want her to go with the information completely wrong. Um, the uh, this is a Dropbox or a direct appointment? Dropbox. So me and my wife are going together. My DS one sixty confirmation number is correct. It's my correct, wife, but is I got not yours is wrong. So what you could do is, if by any chance they don't correct it though, then I want you to mention it in a letter in the document saying that this DS-160 confirmation is wrong, this is the correct one. But in the meantime, if you can actually, if you can actually get, if we can actually get the, uh, get them corrected by sending an email, that would be even much better. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, Next person. Bhargavi? Uh, hey, uh... Uh, my question is about uh, the circumstantial EAD that is 
something we are trying to fail my spouse is currently on h1b grace period and mm-hmm. we are trying to file on circumstantial ead and i have an uh, ead approved already that is on h4 category mm-hmm. and uh, myself and my son also have an uh, b2 stamping on our passports mm-hmm. so do do we have to do i have to apply for an ead again if my yes, husband ma'am. is applying your for your h4 ead is not valid because mm-hmm. your h4 vad is only valid if your husband is maintaining the h1b um okay. we are strongly recommending it that at this point of time to apply for b2 rather than circumstances uh, uh, circumstances ead okay the reason is compelling circumstances ead because once mm-hmm. you file the compelling circumstances ead you can't move back to the h1b that means that your husband has to go outside the country to get the h1b stamping and come back but if you do the b2 application you can convert from b2 pending application to the h1 without going outside the country oh so we need not go out of the country if he changes it to b1 and then again to h1b that is right ma'am oh next okay. person please and yeah. uh, one last question so uh, if we are converting his application to b1 then my ead and all will get cancelled right so i have to either, uh, apply either way, again either either way it will get cancelled ma'am either way they become inactive rather than cancelled because when your husband is not maintaining the h1b which is after 60 days you are not supposed to work on the h4 ead because you no your husband is no longer an h1b next person please Raj. Hi. Uh, t- today is my last working day on H-1B. Uh, so my uh, HR advised me to go on a uh, leave without pay, and uh, they won't cover they won't cover anything like a medical coverage for a period of one uh, one month. So uh, when is my grace period start? It will be after a month, or it will start from tomorrow. Tomorrow. Because th- what my HR says is like they will uh, they will consider this, you know, like. Uh, uh leave without pay and still employed and after a month they will say uh, wait, wait, wait. no leave with them no. last paycheck is period that is it if they're not paying you telling you to go on leave that is wrong thing i don't know what kind of hr they are they're not supposed to say that okay they, they typically pay that uh, 15 days later uh, for this period like uh, 1st of may till 15th may they will pay only by june 1st so that uh, that covers some period or it is only based on no, the sir. last work J- last work last working day and you, you should the I, i didn't understand are they going to pay or they not you said they are not going to pay you yeah they are not going to pay okay then that's it the last pay day is your 60 day starts counting okay thank you next person please venkat yeah um so i am on l1 you, uh, i have you are an, how long you are in l1 in usa i have been on l1 in 6 uh, months you absolutely can move to h1b no problem none whatsoever at all however you're not going to get the 6 years you will only get the 6 years minus whatever period you spent on l1 which is 6 months in your case so in other words you will get only 5 and a half years of h1b now is there a question oh it's 2008 2009 i got the stamping and even my passport expired i'm in a new passport right now can i still use the old thing without subject to the lottery the answer is yes until you die okay okay 
And uh, does it take a long process for a filing petition because it is an old H1? No. They can file in premium processing and get it done in two weeks. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Whether it's Thank you. old or new, it's the same thing. Next person, please. Irmalish? <clears throat> yeah. Hi, hi Rahul. Yeah, my question is, uh, when a, a form is filed, I mean, when it's pending, if my job location changes or uh, client changes, uh, will there be any impact on the pump? Oh, uh, finding the point of the job location. Are you working for a consulting company? Yeah, mine is like uh, I'm working for a consultancy and um, an employer and I work for a different client. It's like an employer and a client model. Yeah. 98% of the consulting companies will put a clause in the labor certification that says that you could be working in unanticipated locations, which a lawyer must be stupid enough to not put it there if he knows how to file the green card application. In which case though, your changing location, your changing client has zero negative impact on your green card application. Oh, okay. Next person, please. Thank you. Yeah, Sujan. Hi. Um, I have posted the question. Uh, uh, should I repeat it? Uh, no, you're good. I, I'm working for a company A and traveling back home for H1B visa stamping. My company is also trying to relocate same time. Do I have to wait for the H1B amendment or also process my POM? Oh, they are also processing my. Do I have to do anything about POM application? Where are they relocating? Are they relocating within 20 miles or beyond that? Um, so at this time, I am also not sure because they might also get the same building but different floor. But if not, if they could not negotiate, they are they will find a new space, I guess. And I don't how know far that from is. that location will it be in the same city? Will it be like one is in Florida, the second office, the closed office in Florida, move all the way to California? Oh. Uh, I guess it will be since, uh, not, I don't think it will be, I don't know for now. So can you if it is, if it is within 30 miles, you're fine. You do whatever you want to, it won't affect negatively anyway. If it is beyond 30 miles, consult a lawyer. Next person, please. Chaitanya. Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, I want forty denial. Explain it to me. That's yeah. So basically, my uh, my original perm was in 2013, and uh, mm. they filed. It took one and a half year to get approved. Then they filed 140 in 2015. Then mm -hmm. that took like almost uh, RFE, NOID, and then it got denied in 2019, based on educational equivalency, like MCA not equal to EB2 or something. Maybe they screwed up the perm. I don't. I don't know. With MCA, no. there is with MCA Chaitanya. That's very mm. hard to screw it up. I think I feel the employer filed the perm wrongly, but they don't disclose the details. Uh, so finally, you, you have said, MCA you is a right. You don't have mm -hmm. BSC and MSC. That's different than MCA. I know that. I, but do you have MSC computer science? BSC and MCA. Yeah, three plus three. Ah, BS, BSA and MCA still is not a problem. Still it's, yeah. 
correct correct still it's not a problem i'm wondering there must there must be some creative to screw it up right so they okay gave me an option to refile line 140 or file a appeal or uh, file a new perm so first we tried refiling the 140 in premium that again came up saying they want to deny so they said uh, you can withdraw it they withdrew it and filed a new perm which the priority date became 2019 and the second time it got approved everything got approved so anyway rahul to get back the pd i want you to do one thing i want you to file a freedom of information act foia Type yeah, in I FOIA did, I did file well, then you will get the labor I, certification. You should be able to see what's going on. I filed that. I got the response. They okay. they they redacted something, so I don't know the exact reason why they denied. But they gave the, all the other information. I may want to. The perfect person in our office for this would be Ryan Vick, R Y A N W I C K. He's a perfect guy. Mm-hmm. He is. all he does in his office is file mm-hmm. i140s and deal i140s he doesn't do he hasn't done h1bs in a decade mm-hmm. he hasn't done he doesn't do anything else other than i140s okay. so give okay. that freedom information to him have a consultation it's worth okay. refiling your i140 if at all possible for success because you know if we gain we have the entire mm-hmm. world in our hands otherwise mm-hmm. you will just lose a little bit money right right so they withdrawn the first i140 uh, is can we still regain oh, no. it even oh, if oh yeah it's yeah 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 we once once you file an i140 within 180 days that labor certification mm-hmm. is alive forever next person please okay yeah my question is on the sheet i am in the past i am a Indian passport holder with H4 EAD. Of course, your wife, your husband is H1B. I'll be getting my Canadian passport soon, and I will have to surrender my Indian passport. Will I have? Will the H4 H4 is will be valid? What is the process to get transferred to the new passport? Your H4 EAD will be still valid, no problem, none whatsoever at all, ma'am. even though your citizenship has changed even though your passport has changed even though on the h4 it says that you are an indian not a canadian your h4 plus ead is still valid because you are still married to the same guy you he still is on h1b and he is still working for the company okay thank you so ead and h4 is just tied to the h1b application not to the passport E, I'm sorry. EAD and H4 is tied to your husband. That's right, not to the country. Okay. It doesn't okay. belong to India. Next person. Raju. Hi, hi Rahul. Actually, I posted my question in Google Sheets. I have raised last week. You searched across the country, but cases approved with I-94. On very next, that's they have reached again. Sir, I-94 shortened due to passport expiry date. Okay, I didn't get the point though. Can you say that why I told you to go across the country? So oh. the thing is, your scenario is uh, my uh, actually my ninety four is till seventh March of this year, uh, and uh, so later I have applied for the amendment and extension, and uh, so unfortunately it is written by USAIC on sixteen. Uh, on sixteen, I have uh, again I have submitted it actually. But the thing is here, uh, so uh, the gap is there for eight days actually. I have. 
overstayed for the eight days. So you filed the you filed the amendment plus extension. Yeah, okay. So I see the point there. Yeah, you might you have to consult a lawyer privately though. You should have just gone outside the country and come in. That would have been a better solution. But I want you yeah. to consult a lawyer. Okay. Next person. Now it is now sir. Uh, now it is approved, right? Actually, uh, in that case, also no. Yeah, but there is a gap there. there, so I would consult a lawyer. Next person, please. Can I? Yeah. Uh, hi, Rahul. So I'm currently currently working with, with company A and H1B. Got an offer with company B. Uh, H1B transfer done. I have GCEAD. Can I work for both the companies? Yeah. yeah so, so work so for my both the companies. Yeah, so my question was like, can I work on EAD with company A and work on H1B with company B? I don't see any problem. So my H1B will be invalid if I go with this route? Why do you care, Pranay? Sorry? Why do you care? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just like, you know, a lot of people say it's always better to have an H1B just in case if something goes wrong with your 485. That's, that's because we want to make money on you. We tell lies to make money on you. Okay. And my other question was, if there is an overlap between the uh, two companies, uh, will that be a problem in future? Say if I'm leaving that, company. That will be a problem for H1B, not for EAD. Okay. I don't know why people love H1Bs. I don't understand it. I personally, when I was you, you know what I did? I used the EAD. Yeah. I used the EAD. I got rid of my non-emitted visa. So okay. now how can I, in my conscious, tell people, no, 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 you maintain the H1B in that way, I'll make money. I don't know. Mm -hmm. uh, so, I, so... And you are going to lose hundred thousand plus dollars because of these stupid lawyers telling you to maintain the H1B. That's almost ten thousand dollars a month. Okay. Yeah. So Thank you. you you want to benefit lawyers, you want to benefit yourself, pick a choice. Okay. Thank you. I have picked my choice when I was there. I picked to, to quit my non-immigrant status and went to EAD. Next person, please. Well, actually, I was an immigration lawyer. I'm an EAD. Sudarshan? Hey Rahul, uh, I posted my question. You want me to repeat? No, I got my I got uh, I-140 got approved just now through EB1. Congrats! That's a very good news. And the I-485 is not correct. Of course, that's fine. My company is going through hard time. Is that EB1C that you got approved? EB1, yeah. Is it EB1C that you got approved? Uh, I don't know e what is it. Are you an L1A? I'm an L1A. Yes. God damn. Sorry. I use a bad <laughs> word. My company is shutting down. If I go back to India, will my yes. Can you apply on your own? No, you can't. Ah. So there is what what is the what is the choice I have, uh, Rahul? If my you company have no choice. You have no choice. Okay. So I have to go back to India then. You have to go back. I mean you can move to other visa statuses that you require, but the problem with you right now is when the priority date becomes current, can you file the 485? Can you get the green card with your company cooperation? The answer is one word, no. Okay. 
So when do you think the I-485 will become current, uh, Rahul? Any thought? Like right now, it's like June 22. That is where I would recommend to choose your wife, give her a coin, let her choose it. If she becomes correct, correct, then I get the credit because I told your wife's name. If she is wrong, we both will curse her. But I, under your circumstances, the best thing we'll do is that try to maintain the job. But even if you're sinking, the Titanic is sinking, you hang on, you will be the last person who will be jumping out of that ship, if you possibly can. Okay? Got it, got it, got it. Thank you. Next person, please. Navina. Uh, hi, uh, I posted my question on the document. You are going to India for stamping for H1B through one employer. After my stamping is done, can my H1B transfer to a new employer? If so, would I have been a problem at port of entry? Uh, technically, you can, but why do you want to do that? Go for stamping with one company and come back with a different company, though. Uh, so what if like uh, I I get an another offer? So now I'm traveling to India and then I go with my current yeah. employer. Well, let me answer your question, ma'am. You get a stamping mm -hmm. with company A, you get an offer while you're in India. They can file a H-1B and you don't have to go for stamping. You will have zero problem coming back at port of entry. Okay? Okay. Next yeah. person. Yeah. Uh, hi. Uh, I have a question on the sheet. I'm done. And the has been deeper, yeah. Uh, go ahead. So um, uh, I'm, uh, I have a question about the grace period. So I, uh, I got my H-1B renewed to 2026, but it doesn't kick in until June. And I am going to get into my grace period uh, of the 60 days. So my question is, I'm a Canadian citizen. Uh, do I need to leave the country to kick in the new one or my last date would be the last day of the paycheck or the last date I work? When, 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 when is the 60 day ending though? End of June. End of June. When is the H1B kicking in? 23rd of June. 23rd of June. So you're within 60 days. Why do you have to leave? It's because he's not working. I'm not working. So how would I get the... Uh, if I don't get it transferred, or will it automatically kick in? Wait a minute, wait a minute. You said your H-1B transfer is already approved. No, 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 no. My extension was approved. So my, my H-1B is expiring in June 21st. And then um, the other one kicked in, kicks in on the 22nd or something like what do you, that. What do, you, what, do you, what do you mean other one? The extension kicks in on 27th? Same, Same time. Okay, you have a you're working for company A. Your H one B is expiring in June twenty first, and you filed an extension that is approved from June twenty first of two thousand twenty three to two thousand twenty six. Okay, yes. what's your question now? Like, should I go now to cross border and activate my new um, uh, H uh, the new extension, or Why? isn't isn't your new H one B extension did not it come with the I ninety four? It did. It did. So why do you have to go outside the country to activate it? Okay, so within grace period, it will activate on its own? Uh, I don't understand how will um, the I-94 work is, with the grace period? Ma'am, ma he, he filed an extension with the same companies, right? Yes. So where does the grace period come in? Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm laid off, right? So extension came before I got laid off. Extension came before you got. When did you got laid off? 
end of May. End of oh, sorry, yes. end of April. So okay, end of April. Okay, so forget about the extension. End of April, um, you have end of April, May, June. So mm -hmm. you have end of June. For right. you, for the for the sixty days will end end of June, not twenty first of June. It's yeah. end of June because okay. you got the extension. Oh, okay. So we don't need to do the cross border. Cross border thing. But would you get a job opportunity from a new company before end of June? Yeah, we are trying. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Okay, yeah, yeah. If you get before end of June, then you don't have mm -hmm. to leave the country. And if okay. we don't. If you don't, then you have to look into the alternative options of leaving the country. B2 is another option uh, and other options are there, okay? What's better between the EAD, the special EAD and uh, B2? I, that's a very long question. I, I okay. will, but I will prefer B2. Okay. Thank you guys Sounds for coming. The next Zoom call Thank will be tomorrow. I'm sorry, on Monday at 3.30. Sorry, we can address all the people. I have another appointment I have to take. Thank you, guys. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.